0: Chapter 59 of the story of the Thirteen Colonies This is a LibriVox recording all LibriVox recordings are in the public domain For more information or to volunteer Please visit LibriVox.org The story of the Thirteen Colonies by H. A. Gerber the anger of the colonies Most Americans were not ready to take things so quietly as Franklin indeed as soon as the news of the stamp act became known there was great excitement bells were tolled and everyone looked sad in Virginia Patrick Henry arose in the house of burgesses and made a fiery speech which convinced the people that it would be wrong and Cowardly to yield in his speech he said that tyranny must be resisted and added Caesar had his Brutus Charles the first his cromwell and george the third treason treason cried some of the members who were friends of the king But patrick henry went firmly on may profit by their example if this be treason make the most of it His speech fairly carried the people away and when he concluded it by saying give me liberty or give me death The Virginians drew up a set of resolutions saying that they had the same rights as the people in Great Britain that they could be taxed only by their assemblies and that they would not allow anyone else to tax them In North Carolina John Ash said this law will be resisted in blood and death This opinion was so general that Massachusetts Suggested that a general Stamp Act Congress should be held in New York in 1765 all but four colonies were represented in it and six of them drew up a paper saying that as british subjects they could be taxed only by their own consent and that as they had no members in parliament they would not obey that body this paper was called the declaration of rights and they added to it another saying that there were five things they had to complain about these were being taxed without their consent being tried in some cases without a jury being hampered in their trading, and being asked to pay the sugar tax and the stamp tax. Men everywhere began thinking how they could keep their rights, and formed companies called Sons of Liberty. These bands visited the men chosen to sell the stamped paper, and sternly warned them not to try to do so unless they wished to be treated like traitors. The result was that so far as is now known not a single sheet of stamped paper was ever sold in America Indeed when the day came when they were to have been first used a Pennsylvania newspaper appeared with the heading No stamped paper to be had The excitement was such that even the children marched up and down like their elders crying Liberty property and no stamps or even such hard words as, Taxation without representation is tyranny. As we have already seen, there were many people in Great Britain who thought the Stamp Act unjust. Two great men, Burke and Pitt, openly said so. And when the news came that the Americans refused to obey, the latter exclaimed, I rejoice that America has resisted. Three millions of people so dead to all the feelings of Liberty as Voluntarily to submit to be slaves would have been fit instruments to make slaves of all the rest the British Minister Grenville now sent for Franklin and asked whether he thought the Americans would pay the stamp tax if it were less But Franklin said no Never they will never submit to it and went on to explain that it was not a question of more or less money but a question of right and wrong as the americans declared they would not buy a single thing from the british until their rights were respected british vessels soon went home with unsold cargoes and british merchants loudly cried that their business was ruined well, these complaints added to the colonists determined resistance made Parliament repeal or call back the Stamp Act six months after it was to be enforced the stamps which were never used were stored away in a room in the House of Parliament here they lay forgotten for many a year and when they were finally unearthed again they were either given away as curiosities or destroyed the news of the repeal of the Stamp Act set the americans almost crazy with joy bells were rung bonfires lighted and speeches made in new york the people were so happy that they erected a new liberty pole and made a big leaden statue of king george which they set up on bowling green end of chapter 59